ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome my 311th ever show of all around sports reach monday at 1 p.m eastern time we broadcast live from boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week to join the show the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144 or you can email me at iir at comcast.net which comes to me through my website at iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from the past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports. Well, I'll begin with my highlight of the week which is the Boston Celtics smackdown of the Cleveland Cavaliers yesterday in game one at the TD Garden here in Boston. The city of Boston is absolutely bonkers over this team of overachievers without their two superstars, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. And it was just remarkable to see them come out and do what they did yesterday to LeBron and the Cavs, who, let's not forget, had won five in a row, the seventh game versus the Pacers, as well as a sweep of Toronto. And the Celtics just came out on fire and never took their foot off the gas. Uh, It was quite the Mother's Day present up here in Boston and uh, just really one of those memorable games. Reminded me a lot of the uh, famous Memorial Day massacre Back in uh, the 80s, when they won, when when they trounced the L.A. Lakers in the mid-80s in game one of the NBA Finals. Uh, I have no doubts, nor does anybody here in Boston, that game two will be different. We're talking LeBron here. Uh, So that will be fascinating storyline, to say the least. And it was just Truly remarkable to see how they bottled up LeBron. It was a classic case of uh, great defense and LeBron simply not having his best day and combined for him to score 15 points, which is just unheard of. It seems like every night he's dropping 40 on whomever in what is maybe the best stretch of his career. So to have this uh, dropped right in the middle of that was just, Amazing to see uh, the Celtics. Anybody who loves team play has to love the Celtics team. The balance of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Al Horford, and uh, Marcus Smart, among many others, is just remarkable. And uh, as well as Marcus Morris, who was the lead defender on LeBron and uh, was not shy about saying uh, before the series started, before yesterday, that he was uh, he was the right guy to defend LeBron, that he basically does it better than anybody this side of Kawhi Leonard. So 
a bold statement. And uh, you just can't say enough about what they're doing. Uh, Al Horford, who has had his moments of being criticized up here in Boston, whether or not he was, you know, a max free agent when they signed him a couple years ago. Uh, to me, he's just answering all those questions. He has just a terrific all-around game, uh, whether it's defense, rebounding, shooting, where he can sc- uh, shoot the three, just consistent play. But most importantly, in my mind, is you know his leadership, uh, especially when you factor in uh, the young guns, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And in my mind, uh, Al Horford is the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, and it goes a little unrecognized. Uh, but he's been having just a great postseason. Uh, and he makes money shots to boot. Uh, but the best part about this team is anybody is capable on any given night of not only having a big night, but scoring. Uh, a big basket. I can't believe I've even gotten this far without mentioning scary Terry Rozier, where he has come in the past month or so since Kyrie Kyrie's season ended due to injury uh, has been nothing short of spectacular. Uh, and it just goes on and on. Uh, Aaron Baines can drop the three when need be and uh, clogs up the middle. So, again, Boston is just... Uh, Head over heels with this uh, very, very likable Celtics team. So game two tomorrow night is going to be fun from the garden. And tonight we have Golden State Houston getting underway. Uh, That's going to be fascinating. People are saying that uh, Houston simply has to win game one, all of the Toronto Cavs series. And when Toronto gave up game one, we saw what happened. It was just over right then and there. My bizarre story of the week is the Washington Capitals doing unlike capital things by breaking with their past history. Uh, They won the first two games in the road over the Tampa Bay Lightning, including last night. And this comes after exercising the Penguins demons in Pittsburgh, no less, defending two-time Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, And that followed starting the playoffs by going down to down 0-2 to the Columbus Blue Jackets, losing the first two games at home in D.C., uh, and then winning the series fairly easily. So I think it's uh, becoming pretty obvious, uh, not the same old caps from the past, and uh, it's fun to watch. You know, Alexander Ovechkin, who has just been much maligned as they've lost numerous seventh games at homes and on and on and on, uh, is really performing. I mean, he's having a great postseason, uh, and he's just answering a whole lot of his critics. All that said, they kind of need to finish the job. They really do. They need to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, they haven't waited 86 years like the Red Sox, but I'm seeing shades of uh, you know Red Sox-Yankees 2004, where uh, the Yankees were their daddies for decades, <laughs> to put it mildly, almost a century. And uh, and those Red Sox finished the job after coming back, becoming the first baseball team ever to come back from a, a 3-0 deficit in the postseason. And the Cavs, 
caps need to do that uh, to really, really uh, become memorable. Um, you know, it's also comparative. Uh, you can make the comparison to the uh, 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team after they beat the Russians in the semifinal, but that Sunday morning they still had to beat, uh, I believe it was Finland, uh, which they did. And that's how you make your mark in history. You have to finish the job. These caps are giving me no reason to believe they won't. Uh, and I think it's important now that they are up 2-0 um, here in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, on the other side, we have Winnipeg uh, looking good against the Las Vegas Gold, Golden Knights. Las Vegas Golden Knights, literally the sports story of the year. Best expansion team ever in the history of sports. And uh, there's no better place to watch a game from these days, in my mind, than Winnipeg. Uh, the whiteouts, the crowd, the multi-blocks, deep viewing parties outside the arena stretches kind of as far as the eye can see. It's just awesome uh, to watch. And, of course, uh, the hopes of the entire country of Canada lies with uh, the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, we'll see how that unfolds as well. Well, my low light of the week is the Players' Golf Championship down at Sawgrass being just completely uncompetitive. Uh, you know, Webb Simpson literally ran away and hid. Uh, had a seven-stroke lead going into Sunday. And all credit to him for having just a spectacular uh, tournament. He, he just uh, grabbed a hold of that thing and... Uh, never let go and coast it to victory. And again, that's impressive in the same light, uh, settling in to watch, uh, the quasi fifth major, uh, is something I, and many others were looking forward to from beautiful sawgrass, a course that I've been to. And, uh, you know, other than tiger woods having an excellent Saturday and Sunday, uh, not that he threatened in any way to win the tournament, but there was a moment where he was about four or five strokes back. Uh, and you had to wonder, but again, you know, uh, Webb Simpson, you know, left no doubts he was going to win. So that was just, uh, you know, again, impressive on his part, but a little unfortunate that we didn't have uh, drama, which is what we all love on Sunday evenings from any tournament, but especially, uh, a tournament, uh, of the stature of the players. So golf season is now in, uh, you know, hitting its summer stride. <clears throat> so it's going to be fun, uh, to say the least, hard to believe we have the U S open coming, coming up down at Shinnecock Hills in long Island, uh, in just about a month. So that's going to be fun. And, uh, and, and here we go. Uh, it's going to be great, but, Good to see Tiger uh, on the radar. I think he finished 11th, uh, hit his tee shot on the famed 17th Island hole uh, into the water. That was unfortunate. So he stumbled just a little bit at the end, but that aside, had but the best weekend he's had in what seems like forever, but certainly has been years. So, uh, now let's take our break, and next up will be our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, 
veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports. So don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game, and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the Coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show... The call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you today? Hey, I'm great, John. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, thank you for uh, calling in as always, and... AP, uh, why don't we just start with your thoughts on the Celtics beatdown of the Cavaliers in Game 1 yesterday of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, i got to tell you, the city of Boston is just bonkers over this overachieving Celtics team. John, I thought it was incredible the way that undermanned Celtic team defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. On the uh, the games upcoming games, but that was an unbelievable situation. That I think that was the worst defeat by Cleveland or something. LeBron James, I think he got beat one time by 27 points. Is that right? So right. just just to win the game by that margin of victory, uh, it tells you that 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 group is that young group is very special. They really are. It was start to finish. You know, from the opening tip, they were just come out hot. Uh, Cavs come out uh, cold, uh, largely due or in part due to the Celtics' great defense. Uh, and of course, LeBron having 15 points is just, uh, you know, hard to fathom, especially given the role he's been on uh, here in this postseason. Yeah, anytime you shut down LeBron James on that particular team, I don't know if there's somebody else who has the ability to to score the 30 and 40 points. I just, I just don't see it unless it's on a very hot night for that, for that player. 
Exactly. Well, you know, everybody in Boston uh, is braced for a classic LeBron game tomorrow night. Obviously, he's mad. You know, uh, basically, Marcus Morris said he was going to shut him down. Then he did, or he was at least the lead defender. Uh, Jalen Brown made a remark about, uh, you know, how he himself is hard to stop. Uh, uh, LeBron or no LeBron. I'm talking about when Jalen Brown is on offense. And, you know, LeBron was embarrassed. We've seen it before. We, we see how he responds. Uh, on the flip side, you know, we're going to get a lot of answers tomorrow night if, uh, you know, if Brad Stevens and the defense he's going to employ, which I would think would have to be a little different than what he in- employed yesterday just to try to throw off LeBron. You can't throw the same thing at him two games in a row. So uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, just a great game. Uh Nothing like LeBron playing in the garden. I mean, it's just, you know, the history is terrific. And then yesterday to see Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, you know, sitting there in street clothes. And then to recognize, you know, we haven't seen much of Gordon Hayward for obvious reasons this year. So I don't know that I've seen him at a game and uh, since his injury. So that just drove home how amazing it is what they're doing with those two in street clothes. John, when you have these young players with confidence, that's an that's a good sign for your team because part of the challenge of playing against LeBron is no fear. And if you can Correct. achieve that goal before the game's even started, then you have a chance. And obviously, the Celtics have more than a chance. You know, they as they displayed yesterday with that huge victory. So, as a coach, you know, you're, you're looking to motivate your players and make sure they're in the right frame of, frame of mind. I think that he's done that at this point with his team. I totally agree. Uh, hard to believe we've even gotten this far without referencing Brad Stevens, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the wonder kid coach, uh, who, who's getting loads of credit, and he, he's getting it from me as well. But, you know, uh, let's not forget what happened last year. By that, I mean, you know, I think they lost a game by something like 50 points. I think they were losing or behind in another game by something like 50 points, 5-0. And if I'm Brad Stevens, you know, uh, the first thing I'm saying the minute uh, they beat the Sixers and they know they're playing the Cavs is, you know, there'll be none of that this year. <laughs> like, you know, we ain't we ain't going behind and we ain't losing by 50. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Period. You know, and, it, and, and yeah, and we all know LeBron has total recall. Big total recall. So I think that, <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm Brad Stevens, that's what I'm saying right off the bat. That isn't happening this year under any circumstances. And then, uh, yeah, and you said it perfectly. You, you know, despite those games from last year, the Celtics don't have any fear of the Cavs. And that's just the key to everything. You know, we see it with the Patriots, teams that don't have fear, i.e. the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, play them well. Uh, you, you see it all the time with Alabama football, right? You know, with Clemson, uh, the Clemson game, the, those two games back to back was was a classic reminder. Correct, exactly right. So we see it all the time in sports, and that's more than half the battle. That's eighty percent of the battle in my mind. And the Celtics have just seen the Cavs and LeBron enough to just not have any fear. And you have the young guys who 
really. I mean, Jason Tatum wasn't even around for it. He was at Duke when that was happening last spring. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's great stuff. It really is. Uh, again, Boston is just, uh, you know, beside itself right now. You know, they, they love their Celtics. I mean, like so many teams in sports, I don't care if it's the Yankees, uh, you know, whoever it is, the Montreal Canadiens, these teams with just, you know, fantastic histories create a following that, you know, uh, is deep. And, you know, when they kind of are doing things like the Celtics are doing right now, then, you know, the fans just come out of the woodwork. People are saying, the announcers are saying it's the loudest they've heard the Garden uh, the last few games against the Sixers, the Bucks, and now, of course, the Cavs, especially yesterday. It's the loudest they've heard the Garden since it opened 20 years ago. That's saying something because we've had some pretty good runs in the past 20 years. Yeah, John, I mean, the times I've ever been in the Boston Garden is loud and from start to finish. To, to make that statement, that, that's, you know, that, that's a milestone statement for somebody to portray that as the loud, loudest crowd in the last 20 years because, man, the Celtics have had some great players and great matchups and uh, scintillating a series, but, but that's a, something to make that type of comment. It really is. It's just amazing. Um, and I think a lot of it is just simply due to the fact that it is an overachieving team uh, without their two best players, uh, even suiting up. And it, it feels like the crowd has, you know, it's two things. It's like they've fallen in love with this team because uh, they are truly defining the word team uh, more than any other NBA team in recent memory in my mind. And, uh, and, you know, the other thing is just simply that uh, it's like the crowd feels like they're, you know, helping out, i.e. I, I, that home court advantage. Obviously, the Celtics have not lost a game yet in the postseason. Um, you know, thank goodness for them because that's why they beat the Bucks four home games. They win the series. Uh, the critically important fifth game to beat the Sixers. Uh, had they lost, you know, we all know how that works in game six and then game seven. Game six would have been back in Philly, if had the Sixers won, and then game seven, of course, anything can happen. So uh, it's great. Now, tonight we have, uh, you know, another very intriguing series uh, getting started. Uh, hard to believe that the, well, the same way it's hard to believe, by the way, that like the Celtics have home court advantage in the series against the Cavs. A little hard to believe that the uh, Rockets have home court advantage, uh, not the fabulous Golden State Warriors. So for me, AP, uh, I remember us talking about James Harden when he didn't show up in that game last year in the postseason and they were eliminated. Uh, he, he's got to show me, as does Chris Paul and the rest of the Rockets. Uh Big game tonight. They they need to you know they need to win, but they need to make a bit of a statement as well. Yeah, I think that the Otis is on Houston Rockets as you said totally. because you know that you know they fell short and you know it was it was not pretty uh, last not pretty year. at all. So, yeah, so you know the, James Harden and his cast of characters. I mean, they need to win this first game uh, for psychological reasons as as well as. Just practicality. Correct. Let's not forget, you know, when the Toronto Raptors, you, you know, two weeks ago or whatever, a week ago, you know, 
They had the lead in game one. Everybody said, just like we're saying right now, they had to win game one. They didn't, and they lost it in really ugly fashion. I think they were 0 for, whatever, 0 for 15 in the final three minutes, something crazy like that. Uh, the series was over right then and there, and you knew it. Um, and the Golden State Warriors, to say they're battle-tested is an understatement, it seems like, and I think I read this, this is the first time when they have their, you know, four all-stars in the starting lineup uh, from the get-go tonight. Of course, we're talking Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, and it just seems like forever since the four of them started a game, so together. And that team, when they're yeah. starting, and they're, they look pretty unbeatable when those four are starting and playing well. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody who can beat them when they have those four players healthy and, and contributing. Uh, uh, I guess one of the most difficult things for the Rockets is, and any team, is guarding Steph Curry if, if he's really healthy. So, right. Uh, you know, if they if they can slow him down, maybe you know th- that would go a long way to winning that ball game. Yep. Well, they have a lot of demons, both as a team, to put to rest, uh, as well as you know, the key players on that team have some personal demons, whether it's James Harden or Chris Paul. So they have a lot of incentive and. I would think if I'm them, I'd be drawing inspiration from the Washington Capitals who are uh, slaying all their demons in the uh, NHL playoffs, uh, i.e. they beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh to win that series. And uh, so, yeah, if I'm the Rockets, uh, kind of looking at that and saying, you know, that's what they need to do. You know, there comes a time when, you know, a team is at a crossroads, and, you know, we'll see. It feels like they're close to being at a crossroads given their regular season of dominance. Uh, the be- they were basically the best team in the league all season long, start to finish. So uh, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, nothing like the finals uh, in both sports. No. Um, no, no, so, yeah. John, do you think that it matters if Houston wins by a few points tonight or double digits? Oh, I really don't think it matters. Any victory, no matter how it happens, right. I, I think is what they need. And it could be a three-pointer at the buzzer down, you know, to win. No, they, they just got to get the victory somehow, some way. And, you know, because if they don't, the criticism, there'll be a mountain of criticism, you know, basically, here we go again heaped on them um you know and it's fun i mean it's great when like a game one basically you know tells you can decide a series so we're gonna know by the time we go to bed tonight uh what kind of series we may have going there so uh, yeah we won't have to wait put it that way (laughs) i think so john i think you're right and and it's going to be so important for houston but their their crowd will be charged up and I know right. those players, they understand the significance and the magnitude of this outcome. Yeah, I mean, really, it's mostly about James Harden. That's what we're really looking to see. And, you, you know, and also Chris Paul to a pretty large degree as well. So hard to believe, AP. We've come to the end of our first segment together. So why don't we take a break now? And we are on the other side going to talk to a seismic event that occurred this morning in sports. And we'll do so on the other side. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now... Back to the show. Voice America listener, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144. You can email me at iir at comcast.net. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports. And A.P., just a couple of hours ago, we had a seismic ruling in the sports world when the Supreme Court overturned the federal ban on sports gambling in America and is now going to leave it up to each individual state to handle it as they see fit. And this has been brewing for a couple of years. It stems out of a lawsuit in New Jersey. Uh you know, wanting the state of New Jersey wanting the right, Governor Chris Christie wanting the right to be able to have sports gambling legalized in New Jersey. And here we go. This is the result. I guess I'll start off, AP, by just saying, you know, 
I don't know if we're going to get there here, but you know, my sports gambling moment was, and I'm not a gambler, uh, was just walking down a streets in London on my first visit there a few years ago. And, you know, there was common as seeing a mailbox on the street corner. I mean, you could just be walking down the street and have a whim and say like, Oh, I'm going to bet on, you know, Manchester United to beat uh, Chelsea and just drop right in, drop, drop the money down. And one minute later, you're walking out the door with your bet placed. I mean, legal open and, Again, I don't know if or when we're going to get to that point. Betting parlors is what they call them over there. But there's a whole lot going on in between, online, all of it. Uh, again, you can't overstate the gigantic nature of this of, of this ruling this morning. Game changer. Yeah, John, the first Put it that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. With, with a capital G and C. Uh, Correct. John, <laughs> I, what I, my first thought is, who are the states right now that welcome gambling? Uh, they're probably the ones that have been studying it the longest and are ready to uh, be proactive. Uh, of course, New Jersey was the one who, I think, filed the suit, I guess. I'm, I'm not sure if there's any other states involved uh, as well. But so the, And those that, that uh, shied away from full-table gambling, those kind of things, those are the ones that will probably be on the fence and fight it tooth and nail um, in their state. But... There's always somebody, uh, an outlying state, of, uh, or one that's a border border state that's going to embrace the situation. So that becomes a, a political debate in and of itself for the, the the local government or the you know the state government to act to match the the borderline state. Correct. Yes, I mean we have it right here in Massachusetts, not for long, but right over the border in Connecticut is uh, you know. Casinos at Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun, both pretty famous. Uh, I saw Mohegan Sun mentioned on the Showtime series uh, Billions, uh, literally last uh, just the other night. So um, again, you can't. Uh, yeah, you're you're so right about the border things. Uh, it was interesting up here in Massachusetts, AP, where you know there was instantly stories, uh, local stories that I saw, uh, Massachusetts getting a couple casinos, one in Boston and one in Springfield soon. I believe they're the first two here in the state. And, but you know, Boston also has a pretty deep background in that draft Kings started here, uh, which revolutionized, uh, fantasy sports. But, you know, many have compared it to gambling and whatnot. Who knows? Who It doesn't matter anymore, I don't think. It's, you know, uh, they, they were giving, they're obviously pleased with the ruling. Um, so, yeah, so you're just 100% right. It's, uh, it's all about these border states, especially up here in New England, when you can be in any one of five states, basically within an hour, if you want to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it can happen so fast, right? In the larger states, it's different. But in the New England region, you can just run over the border for a nice night out. Exactly right. Perfectly said. And uh, and also, um, you know, the state of New Jersey. I mean, obviously, they have the casinos in Atlantic City. So, you know, I'm sure they, they had a pretty good feel of which way the wind was blowing. 
And uh, they were the ones that put themselves out there and basically, you know, the sports leagues, for the most part, some of them didn't want it, uh, the ruling in New Jersey's favor. But you got to assume that New Jersey was somewhat poised to act quickly. Uh, you know, Atlantic City's sort of fallen back on hard times. They need to revive it. Um, so you have to think that they're going to be among the first to act. But, you know, any state, I'm guessing, and, you know, this came out so recently, just a couple of hours ago, that, you know, I haven't analyzed it per se. But, you know, uh, first thoughts is what we're having here. And, uh, you know, I know Mississippi has casinos down south, right? Isn't that a good example? You have to assume any any uh, state with casinos has a leg up. Yes, they do, and uh, even a state like Alabama, John, they have casinos run run by a tribe here, and but they don't have full table gambling. But in the state of Alabama, through the decades, it's been one of the hotbeds for gambling, and the state that's seeking revenue is that going to push them to overrule the the public that maybe a, a, a large portion is not in favor of of betting, but. I think if if the politicians read any type of poll and it's just one percentage point in the favor of betting, I think that's the, the wave that will happen in that particular state, even Alabama. I agree. I agree. It's just a wave that, you know, can't be stopped. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of progress on this whole front. And by that, I mean, of course, you know, the Las Vegas Golden Knights changed everything. The first professional major sports team to be in Vegas. We all know the Raiders are next. They're coming. And uh, it would appear on the surface like it would hurt Vegas uh, in that you don't have to go to Vegas anymore. I was out there for my first ever March Madness a mere uh, two months ago, and I'll never forget it. I mean, the sports books were just insane with, you know, crowds watching, betting occurring, uh, Pro sports teams are now, as I said, just said, settling in there. Uh, but, you know, let's not forget Vegas has <laughs> no one has that institutional knowledge like Vegas. So they'll figure it out in some way. I mean, they're not going away as the betting destination or also the experts. You know, they set the lines, things like that, as well. We all know. So, yeah, there's still a premier place to visit and have fun and. It's all set up. There's more than just one, one property that you can visit to enjoy the enjoy a town. So, yeah, you still, I'd still look for Las Vegas to be pretty popular because they have those shows and concerts and entertainment besides the gambling as well. Yeah, and you know, just back to your point of you know, neighboring states. I mean, last uh, fall I was out in Nebraska for the first. My first visit ever, I was in Omaha, which is a great city, by the way, but it, which sits on a river separating it from Iowa. And we happened to be down at the waterfront and of Omaha, standing in Nebraska, and right across the river, I could have walked to it over a bridge. It was right nearby. Uh, our, our casinos are right there in Iowa, right across the river. So let's not think... That, you know, that stuff's not happening by accident when you can walk <laughs> right. from down, literally downtown Omaha, yeah. you know, 
and it ain't far at all. It's not like no, no. Uh, the, the Mississippi wide or whatever. <laughs> um, just walk right over and there you are in a casino in Iowa. So it, yeah, that's the biggest everywhere. city in Nebraska. Correct. The biggest Good point. City, John, right. In, in Nebraska, I mean, if the business community finds out that everybody's abandoning their restaurants and, to walk across for sports betting, especially in a state like Nebraska, you might see the winds change, and next thing you know, you have some some betting taking place in a different state of the heartland. Correct, and you know, with what I saw in Vegas on, you know, March Madness opening weekend, and oh by the way, it happened to be St. Patrick's Day. You know, we all like all sports fans like viewing parties. Uh, you know, restaurants, bars, whatever, even arenas nowadays. And I, I, I've been to many, and, and many sports fans have, but there's nothing like, there's no viewing party like a sports book, that's for sure. Uh, in a major casino, I, I literally watched UMBC beat, become the first 16 seed ever to beat a number one seed when they beat Virginia, and the overall number one seed, no less. And I was in the Caesars, you know, we had, were near the Caesars Sportsbook, so we went in to watch the rest of that, the, the remainder of that massive upset. And I'll never forget it. I mean, the, the atmosphere was just completely off the charts. So uh, that, that's going to be a factor. There's just going to be so many factors. So it's sports history, period. Sports history occurred this morning. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, John, you know, when you're competing with the television and the living room, you must make it an event. And what you just described is attractive to people who are enthusiastic about sports. Correct. Correct. You know, it's, uh, you know, going to be fun to watch how it all unfolds. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, Sports betters, sports fans in general, I, I I think they just won in that. It just gives them the opportunity to, to do what they want. <laughs> you know, watch the game in, in whatever, or, you know, bet on the game in whatever form they want. And at the end, of, it's, sort of, it's sort of like, you know, the end of prohibition, I'm guessing, for sports fans, right? Is that an accurate comparison, I think? I w- you know, John, that's the first thing I that came to my mind. One of the first things was... All those years, they tried to prevent people from from uh, sipping alcohol, having alcohol, and it, the wave was just too much to, for them to to stop. And so, this Correct. this sports betting will be another entire new experience for more than just the states that uh, like, like Nevada right now. So, Correct. you know, and sports fans, John, you know that they're a, a collective group that holds a lot of voting power. Oh, no state. doubt. You know, you know, they're very, they're very, uh, you know, tribal and clannish, and they're rabid. Correct. All going to be major factors. So yeah, uh, it, it's going to be fascinating to watch it unfold, and I don't think it's going to take very long to unfold. I think we're going to be hearing news immediately this weekend out of uh, you know someplace. <laughs> I have to assume off the top of my head that you know. States with existing casinos, you know, basically have sports books ready to open the doors, like, really, really quickly, if not this weekend. Um, 
you know, that's it. I mean, they've already got the building, so to speak. So all they have to do is open the door to a different room is the way I see it. We'll see. It's, again, <laughs> you never know with like new stuff like this, but it's going to get there. No question. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I believe it's going to be sooner rather than later. <laughs> I totally agree, AP. Um, yeah, I would think, given New Jersey filed it, that you know there would be some opportunity. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know how it's all going to work. Regulations, blah blah blah. But you know, something tells me that if somebody was in Atlantic City and wanted to place a bet on a game, uh, they would possibly be able to do it in an Atlantic City casino like tonight. <laughs> I could be way off base. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, could, that could happen. They've been waiting a long time. I mean, they finally got exactly. it in 2018. There you go. They were the epicenter. So, All right. Well, AP, it's, uh, it's going to be fun to watch, by the way. So hard to believe we're here at the end of our second segment together. Uh one more to go, and uh, why don't we take our break now and still a few more things to get to on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now... Back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football, among many other sports. Before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, again, the NHL and NBA playoffs. It's a great time of year. Uh, again, uh, Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors tonight, game one. Celtics, Cavs tomorrow night, game two, plus the hockey. Uh, tonight is uh, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas Golden Knights, speaking of Vegas and whatnot, and, uh, and Winnipeg Jets. 
And then tomorrow, right back at it with the uh, Washington Capitals and Tampa Bay Lightning back in D.C. So, AP, we're again talked about the massive ruling today. Sports betting was uh, legalized on a federal basis for the states to manage it by the Supreme Court. Covered that pretty well. Uh, But, you know, we're getting into some... uh, you know, some football stuff starts to happen this time of year, and by that I mean, you know, both NFL and college have a lot going on. Uh, NFL's OTAs, rookie mini camps. Of course, we're a few weeks out from the draft, uh, but you know, OTAs and mini camps on the horizon, and then you know, lots of other stuff going on in the world of college football as well. Yeah, yeah, John, I'll be headed down to, uh, or up to, actually, Montgomery, Alabama. There's a tribute to Coach Gene Stallings. He's 83 years old. He had suffered a couple uh, strokes and a heart attack, but he's going to be roasted that evening on Thursday night. Uh, Pat Dye will be there. Cliff Harris, the the safety from the Cowboys, who Gene Stallings, as you recall, was the secondary coach for the Cowboys many years. Uh, Dabo Sweeney is one of his former players at Alabama. Nick Saban will be there as well to be one of the roasters. Uh, Woody McCorvey from Clemson University as well. He was on the staff at Alabama with Gene Stallings. So it's going to be a fun night. Uh, some of the former players that will be in the crowd will be Bo Jackson. Uh, uh, also, you have uh, Ronnie Brown from Auburn, Kevin Butler, uh, Johnny Davis from Alabama. Uh, John Cooper, the former Ohio State coach, Hanford Dixon, Ozzie Newsom, Bobby Crimmins, Basketball, Joe Cribb, Sylvester Croom. There's just uh, Mike Godfrey, the former ESPN analyst. Uh, there's just a ton of players. Ed Tutal Jones, Barry Krause. Uh, there's just a ton of Alabama football players and players from the SEC and coaches that will be at that event. So I'm looking forward to seeing them and catching up. Wow. That is an impressive list of big, big names to say the least. So that'll be fun. And, you know, I can relate AP today more than maybe ever before in that uh, I had the pleasure of spending the past week down south and really got, uh, you know, uh, got a better feel for the religion that football is down there, especially college football. Uh, It was just great. you know, drove by uh, the University of South Carolina football stadium. I was in Columbia, and that was just awesome. Uh, very impressive facility, to say the least. Couldn't help but think of the old ball coach, Steve Spurrier, how he recommended that program. And, uh, and the other thing was just simply Clemson. I mean, he's in South Carolina, as I just said, and boy – you know, the presence of Clemson down there was just overwhelming given their recent national championship and uh, the fact that they appeared in two in a row winning the second. Uh, that was a wow for me, and I, and I wasn't even near Clemson. I was across state. So but that was really cool for me to see. Like, I gained a lot of understanding just simply by being there. You know, we're talking bumper stickers, people wearing hats. It's just omnipresent, and I loved it. Yeah, John, it's everywhere that you can look. It's on 
uh, you know, it's you go up, be way out in the country, and you have a bale of hay, might say something like, <laughs> uh, "Go Tigers." I mean, I've yeah, not seen that in November, of course. Roll Tide. I mean, painted right. on the bales of hay. Uh, you might see a flag on a uh, automobile. You, you're seeing all types of stickers. You're seeing uh, banners. You're seeing uh, sports bars decorated with Clemson gear. Uh, you know, it just for the person who's not used to that type of enthusiasm and uh, you know dedication to a, a program, it, it's it's mind-boggling. It is, and uh, to say the least, I saw more than a few Roll Tide stickers, hats, shirts, you name it. Uh, they're Alabama, they're dominant, and you know they're. Uh, their fervor crosses all state lines, no question. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say, aside from Clemson, that was probably the thing I most saw down there was Alabama stuff. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was just great. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, that brand in the last 10 years, John, is really nationwide now. Those two words, roll tide, yep. are familiar in quite a few places that they weren't in, a pa- in the last century. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yep. Whetted my appetite for September uh, already, and uh, already can't wait. And AP, uh, hard to believe we are done here with our show. It, it went quickly as it always does, but I want to thank you as always for uh, joining me and providing your perspective. It was great. Hey, John. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And we'll talk sports again next week. 